This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, there's Neve Kavanagh. And there's Grode Farley. And you know what that means? It's Agony Rants, the bonus material. Welcome, listeners. You are our favourite people because yeah. you are our subscribers on uh, Headstuff Plus. Mm-hmm. And that means that we are you're actually paying to be here. And do you know what? <laughs> if there's one thing we love, it's, it's new- a fee. Money. Money. <laughs> Can't beat it. Um, if you haven't checked out, you can check out the recording of the episodes uh, yeah. as videos. And this is the episode that nobody else will get except you because you're the paying member. So yes. thank you so much. Very true. Um, at the end of our last episode, we just finished recording the main feed episode. At the mm. end, Neve did lose the power of speech. Um, so <laughs> she just like blurted out the, uh, what was it? The cheers. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I know. I couldn't say it right. I said, that's, that's. <laughs> that happened to me last night on stage. I know. Oh, did it? I, I completely, yeah. At the end, I just, uh, at the end, I always say, I've been here Friday. Thank you very much. Good night. And I went, I've been. <laughs> <laughs> and I was too tired to correct myself. I was just like, well, there we go. There we go. But you know, recently I, nobody I me after this. Uh, did a, I was asked to judge a dancing competition. I know. Of course you were. So obvious. Of course. Such an obvious. Did, did, did you get up and do a bit of river dance yourself? I, I have to say, I'm just imagining the list of names they had to go through to get to me. <laughs> <laughs> the things, things must have been bad. They got as far as me, but I just thought, feck it. So I went and did it. And But a, part of it was one of the guys who was also the judge was the singing teacher and coach and stuff for the group. And they he he had laryngitis, so he could only sing one of the songs because the other song was a bit too difficult. So they got one of the girls that morning to do it and her nerves were shot. And she says to me, what if I don't remember the words? I says, you do what I do. You sing with enough conviction to convince people that no matter what words you're singing, they're the words. I tell you, I say Swahili comes in very hungry. Okay, so my celebrity encounter. Well, I have two, she says. My favorite one was when I was with Eddie Kidd and he gave me a kiss. Do you know who Eddie Kidd is? Okay, I'll tell you in a second. I was young and impressionable. Plus, I was delighted because he didn't kiss my sister. Now, let me tell you who Eddie Kidd was. Eddie Kidd did um, motorbike uh, stunts and all that sort of stuff. He was like, he was a ride. Was he like... um, As they say in Dublin, he was a good, he was a ride. He was a gorgeous looking boy. And he was... Was he like Evil Knievel? Yeah, sort of thing. But he was a good looking boy. You know what I mean? He's good looking. Was Evil Knievel a little bit of a minger? Yeah, well, you know. uh, (laughs) I will say this. I have a photograph of me in the same situation as that girl. Eddie Kidd? Yeah, because I we went to see, well, to be fair, I didn't go to see Eddie Kidd, but I was in a shop and he was there and I went over and he gave me a kiss. But I never forgave him because he nicked Paul Young's wife. Did he? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I heard about Paul Young? <gasps> what did you hear? Apparently, you know the chef, the Italian chef? Which one? Uh, Gino. Gino, yeah. Yeah. He burglarised Paul Young's house. He was a burglar. He wow. broke in to Paul Young's house. Paul Young has had a hard life. Like I know. I loved him. He was one of my first concerts. He was burning. I saw him. He he supported somebody in concert. No, I saw his concert. Cher. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Was it in Westport? Cher. <laughs> <laughs> Cher wasn't the best name. She wasn't great. <laughs> but he is amazing. He was brilliant. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I loved him. I, I was mad for him. I had a, I had no parlay back in the day in 1984. And he was my second concert. My first concert was Nick Kershaw. Oh, my God. That's a brilliant first concert. I know. Nick Kershaw. I know. 
and then also stayed him. Do you know what? My first concert was Dana Carroll. Dana Carroll. Okay, that's of its time. Loved her. Oh, she was brilliant. And I went on my own, and I remember my dad drive me in, and he was like, "You're going on your own. Are you not? Are you not? You're not making friends in (laughs) new school?" And I was like. No, I am making friends. It's Dina Carroll that has the problem. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's people that don't want to see it. But let's be honest. I had I'm a great going. night. I yeah. was in the front row. Loving it. On my own. Uh-uh. I mean, it's absolutely tragic when you look back. Do you remember? Do you remember you came to the panto to see me and I put you right in the front row? Oh, do you remember I did that right in the front row? And the dame never left you alone. Do you know what the worst part about that was? As soon as I sat down. <laughs> you knew. I, 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 like, I just started to eat my ice cream and then I went, <laughs> oh no. I know exactly what she's doing here. <laughs> There's no way. Right no. in the front row. Uh, I'll never forget it. John Lovett had a field day with you. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, it was just amazing. I, I do remember it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So no offense, but Eddie Kidd kissed everybody. Uh, and the next, <laughs> and the next one is my second. Wild aspersions. Being cast, <laughs> my second celeb encounter. This is the best part. Was when I met a celebrity in my kid's school playground. I didn't know who she was until after. And although now I am friends with her, I try not to think about who she is because back in the day, she devastated my life. She beat Sonia in the Eurovision. <laughs> here, here. <laughs> Justice for Sonia. Yeah. She said this incognito. This is my friend wrote this in. <laughs> do you know Cheeky what? Bitch. If we ever do, if we ever do an Agony Rants live, yeah. and you're singing in your eyes, I'm going to sing better than ever, you know? Okay. It's like, because there has to be justice. <laughs> uh, you know, you think that I don't want that, but I really do. <laughs> <laughs> and and I swear to God, I will invest in a purple, <laughs> a purple jumpsuit for you. <laughs> Do you know what that, I have a red wig, you know. <laughs> Sold. Do you know what I heard about the jumpsuit? What? It's controversial. Oh. Apparently, mm. I read this on the internet a while ago. Okay. So I love the internet. You love the internet. Apparently. Everything's true there. Sonia lent the jumpsuit to somebody that was doing her. <gasps> I never got it back. On Stars in the Rise. And she never got it back. And apparently it was, it, it's been since sold on eBay. <gasps> that to the jacket oh no the jacket oh I go around with a hammer no no <laughs> the jacket I you know I let people try that jacket on I bring it places it yeah. gets a standing ovation more than I do sometimes but I have, to, <laughs> I have to say that jacket never out of my possession of course <laughs> the iconic jacket poor son and do you know what I did I retweeted that because I was like let the internet do its thing now mm. because surely someone can get that back for her yeah like it's the internet so surely somebody has that yeah Neve, you're leading the campaign to get Sonia back her jumpsuit. I, I am. I, I'm not yeah, involved in this. Doing, we're starting right here. <laughs> okay. we, that's what we're doing. We're starting the campaign to get Sonia's jumpsuit back. Because enough is enough. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody has that jumpsuit. That's I know. outrageous. It's just wrong. Me and Le- Lenny, is it? Me Lenny. and Lenny. You and Lenny. We're, we're, yeah, we're starting it. <laughs> Honestly, this is my... She always rips me about the fact that I devastated her. I think it's really unfair. You know, I... Sonia isn't the one going on walks with her and bringing, you know, making her dinner. Exactly. I, I just want to be very clear about that. Exactly. Derek got in touch and she said, Chris Brown at a club in Vegas eight years ago. Oh, Chris His Brown. bouncer told me to get away, but I wouldn't. I wanted my pick. <laughs> Good on you, girl. Everything that happens now is your fault. Right, Derek. Bouncer took my Blackberry out of my hand and threw it across the dance floor. <gasps> It was my work phone, so cut to me, crawling along a packed dance floor in the bank nightclub, I think it was. I found the Blackberry, thank Fook, but I, <laughs> but I hate Chris Brown with a passion ever since. And this was pre-Rihanna domestic violence being reported. Yeah. Chris Brown sucks ass. Okay, dear. I think you should say how you feel. And, you know, when I read this, I hear narrow escape. Yeah. Imagine if he liked you. 
you know? Yeah. Yeah. Chris Brown, he's an absolute dick. Didn't he, when he did the Three Arena, apparently he said, uh, it's wonderful to be here in the United Kingdom. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. (laughs) Game over in Ireland. Filed under, yeah. No. (laughs) That's a hard no. Yeah, that's a very hard no. Okay. Um, so, and I like the next one from Susan Kane. She says, I was in Panto with the amazing Garrod <laughs> Farley. I still uh, tell everybody Su- about it. I Who have to you? say, Susan, Susan Kane is absolutely hilarious. Is she? And my favourite thing about that Panto was that there was a moment in the, <laughs> <laughs> there was a moment in the show where she had to push me off the, to the sta- off, off the stage. Who were you in this Panto? Oh, who was it? I think it was Buttons. I think it was Cinderella. Oh. Yeah. And do you know what the other thing about Buttons was? Uh, I had to sing that song, Mr. Cellophane. Oh, yes, I know the one from Chicago. Yeah. And at the end, there's like the big note. Mm-hmm. And I remember we tried, like, uh, you know, there's a lot of shows, Neve. Darling. I, I, wouldn't be a, I wouldn't be the best vocal. <laughs> and they decided they put that little bit at the end on a track. Okay. Right? <laughs> so, so it was like never even, nah, like this yeah. big note. So they were putting <laughs> that last line on. But the problem was, Neve, I never came in on time. <laughs> <laughs> I'd always miss it. Like, I'd always miss the start of that song. Oh. And then they'd forget to turn the track off. So, like, in the middle of the thing. Yeah. But anyway, we did it once, then we're like, never do that again. We just okay. have to battle, right? We'll just take a chance. But she was supposed to push me off stage at one point, And there was one night we went all one day <laughs> drinking and we were doing a matinee and we were very hungover. Oh, dear. And I'd say maybe two pages before she was push me off. She just, <laughs> she just knocked me off into the bed. I'm done with like, you. Enough was enough. <laughs> I'm done with you. Okay, so this one here starts with I ate linguine with Michael Douglas and borscht with Michael J. Fox. Question, what's borscht? Oh, it's a soup. It's a cold soup. Oh, like gazpacho? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it's a beetroot soup. Oh, it's beetroot? Yeah, yeah, borscht. Uh Look at the master chef coming out there. Angela Lansbury is a nightmare dinner guest. Don't let murder, she wrote, fool you. Now, that's very controversial. I'm not going to lie because it's very controversial for this table. I immediately asked for more information. Oh, of course she did. And then she goes on and says she was the definition of tyrant. I loved every moment. Thanksgiving dinner, no less. Um, I have a poem about Angela coming out. Oh, it's a bit of self-promotion here. Uh, in Banshee, the spring part of a series of celebrity encounters slash misadventures, all real. Gloria Steinman, uh, Michael Douglas, Michael J. Fox and Stallone. Oh, my God, Stallone. No, actually, the Stallone I want to meet is Jackie Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> Might be a bit late. She's dead. I think she's dead now. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what Jackie Stallone used to do? Apparently, she used to do bum readings. If you send Jackie a photograph of your bum, uh, your bare bum, she would send you back like a, a, a like like a fortune like a your reading. Okay, I could definitely tell you three main facts that would be in your future if you're sending bum pictures to Jackie Stallone. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I could I could read that. I think it was expensive. Like it was two hundred dollars. Oh, I'll bet. <laughs> well done. And she got a bum pick. What can I tell you? Okay, uh, so you, uh, I see here you asked again for more info from this lovely yeah, girl. Yeah, I, I badgered this woman. Uh, I was okay, like, you can't so... say that about Angela Lansbury and then just expect to get away with it. Okay, and uh, so her answer to that is, ha ha ha, she's a mean drunk, full of zingers, like an Edward Albee play, mudslinging and vitriol, fabulously creatively <laughs> cruel, not warm and fuzzy for Thanksgiving. Oh my God, she sounds like my perfect dinner she guest. She sounds amazing. <laughs> I mean, Casey, you have only, no imagination. Like for anyone that, like, for anyone whose criticism of Angela Lansbury no. would be that she was a little bit homely. 
That's what you need to hear. No, I love. Oh I, my god! Oh no, there's no way Angela Lansbury doesn't have a bit of sass about her. It's interesting. B. Arthur, you know B. Arthur from the Golden. Yes, Girls? love her. She, her, and Angela Lansbury did a big Broadway play together for years, uh-huh. like for two years or something, and they became the best of buddies. But oh, like B. Arthur's one woman show. She does say something like that. Angela Lansbury has one of the foulest mouths she's oh. ever heard. So Casey, Casey, tell us when your book is coming out. Yeah, because we want to we, like we'll we'll plug it because I mean, listen, poems about celebrity encounters. Yeah, that's right up our street. Loving it. So we have some. Yeah, we had another one that we haven't read on uh-huh. the free feed, so we're going to read it here. This is very exciting. This is very exciting. This this is the sort of thing that happens, and I swear to God. Anyway. Do you know what the sad thing is? Right yeah. in this situation, I'm definitely that actor. Oh, you're the actor? Yeah, I've been in that situation. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Do you want to read it? Oh, yeah, sure. So after a few alcoholic beverages, my friends and I spotted Damo from Fair City in a hotel bar. Now, just for those of you who are not local, Fair City is an Irish soap. So just in case, you know, know, and Damo's like this fine character in it. Uh, Because one of the girls had had a few, she became very emotional about how much she disliked him and his acting skills. Right. (laughs) Deja vu here. This. (laughs) Obviously, at this stage, I thought it would be hilarious to call him over and announce that she was a huge fan and would love a photo with him. That is hilarious. (laughs) Except (laughs) the worst part was before I called him over, we had discussed what we were going to say to him. Um, And because we had discussed the storyline of him being abused by Suzanne, my goodness, uh, we thought it would be really funny to ask him, did it hurt? To which we knew he would say, did what hurt? And then we would say, when Suzanne clung the arm to your I arm. Think, see, I think what, what happened in, in Fair City was that it was like a domestic abuse thing. Oh, right. And, and she, Suzanne was like doing things to him. Like, and at one point she like got a hot iron and put it on his arm. Oh I think that was God. like a big pivotal scene. Oh, wow. Yeah. And you, well, you can see, and that's very serious. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how... <laughs> Lighthearted, you can be a bit. Well, they have drinks, Maeve. It's just these are the things that happen. So, to be fair, she has the monkey emoji with the eyes, the hands yeah, over yeah. the eyes at this point, right? Because we were clearly intoxicated, we thought this was the funniest thing ever. <laughs> All claps. Oh, were we wrong? Oh, my goodness. He was furious when I delivered the punchline. He shouted back at us, no, but it did when she shoved it up my hole. Oh, my God. I think, I think now, to be fair, he needs to work on his comebacks. Yes. <laughs> there was silence. <laughs> It fell over us, she says, right? Um, Then we erupted into hysterics as he stormed off. Oh, God. Clearly, when sober, we discussed the whole ordeal in length, to which we realised how hard it must have been to deliver that story and it hit homes to so many. I think we can all agree we were arseholes, (laughs) but it's still hilarious. Look, do you know what? No, that's one of those stories where nobody comes out well. Nobody comes out well. Uh, No, to be fair... He he was probably a bit blindsided. You know what I mean? It wasn't. It was a bit bad. I've totally been that person. It's a bit bad form. Like, I, but you know, you know, when you're pissed, group, but you, you know, just listen. It's astonishing how many yeah. times people think this is what we talked about actually in the previous episode. The thing is, people think they can say anything to you as a celebrity or as an art, as, uh, whatever. Or just even if they recognize you, like we we had this thing yesterday in Cork where yeah. we were we were leaving, we were driving, we were w- walking back to the car, yeah. and uh, this car pulled up. Uh, this car pulled up and was like, Joanne, we love you. And then she looked at me and she went, 
Oan Garros. <laughs> she's not your audience. She's not my crowd. No, very clearly. She's not very your crowd. She's not your crowd. But look, we all have stories where we don't come out well. No, that's true. And to be fair, we all have stories where maybe we've done something that we don't really are. Maybe we're not so proud of when we've slight alcohol involved. Yeah, totally. But I will say, I don't think it's an excuse. That's the mammy coming out. I know. I don't think it's... I think we always know what we're doing. I don't care what anybody says. We just don't have the same inhibitions. No safety catches. Oh, wow. Do you know what? I I will say, speaking of not coming out well, right? And I have to tell this here and I can't tell it on the free feed. It will become very obvious why. Okay. I told that story um, where Melanie C came into the shop, right? Oh, yeah? While I was working in that shop. (laughs) I really don't come out well out of this. Okay, what did you do? There was a moment. This woman came in. And I had, it was a rough day in the shop, let's okay. just say. You weren't at your best. It had been very busy and there, it was like in a rough place. And okay. there were, I think I'd had to throw kids out that were robbing or whatever, you know, standard. It was pretty standard. <laughs> and this woman came in and she was very nice and she uh, asked for cigarettes and I put them on the counter and I said how much they were. And then she said, it's absolutely disgraceful that they've gone up and on like, and As if you were responsible. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you. You're on my side. Thank yeah. You. No, no, I know. And I, <laughs> uh, I said, look, do you want the cigarettes or not? <gasps> I know it was really rude. I was really rude. Uh, and she just turned on her heel and walked out. So. Because I've been so rude. Totally fair. Right. Okay. Four months later, <laughs> my sister got engaged. Oh. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Her fiance's mother called over to my parents' house. Oh no. And I walked into the sitting room. No. It wasn't the same one. It was the same one. Oh no. We've never addressed it. She probably doesn't remember. She just thought she was dealing with some rude prick like once in her life. But it was me. I I, I recognized her as soon as I met her. Oh my goodness. And uh, to be honest, I've had a couple of instances of that where you kind of have said something or done something in a and you just know you can't look at that person again. Oh, yeah. I know. I was, I was mortified, mortified. Oh, my gosh. I've always been very nice to her. I'll bet. I'll yeah. bet. <laughs> like, I've never said, do you want them or no? Because <laughs> <laughs> I know my reaction would have been, it's a good time to give up then, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I struggled a little bit when I started, I think, with that whole you know, how do you deal with when people tell you your shit basically is what you're doing? Yeah. Or how, how do you deal with people who are just basically rude about something that you've done or what do you who do? you are? Well, I just smile at them and, and I go, well, sure, never worry about that. Move on. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, the problem is, is that the problem isn't actually in the moment for the person who you say that to, right? The moment, the problem is how you feel about it after. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and the, the difficulty is, it's very hard for that not to get in your head, and it's a bit like social media. You know, you could have fifty wonderful comments and one stinker, and that's the one you remember. Oh, totally. So yeah. it's kind of difficult, to, you know. But I, I just kind of think, what is it that you think you're achieving when you do that with yeah, someone? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it does say more about them than it does about you. Like. It really does, but you know, at, at the same time, you don't know how people sometimes some people get very nervous and they do say the wrong thing and you know they don't necessarily mean anything bad but or sometimes I think they're just a bit clueless about what it is they're actually saying to you you know you just kind of yeah. you know you just kind of go what and, and then also the people that are over nice as well yeah that can be worse like Mamie Coleman 
she actually sent a message when she saw what topic we put up because she she's an Irish singer songwriter but a couple of years ago when she was living in Los Angeles uh-huh. uh, she went to a U2 gig with her husband and they were in the VIP area okay and Patrick Swayze was in the VIP area and Hashtag Naomi had had a couple of wines to be in the spirit of the concert and she thought I should tell him what he means to me and, and everyone that was with her was, was like no, you really shouldn't. <laughs> but she didn't do you know you pay shouldn't attention. Do? You shouldn't do that. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. And she said, no, 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 it'll be grand. And she went up and she told him exactly what he meant to her, which was a lot. Okay. And he just said, thank you, and turned away. And the woman that was with him just glared daggers at Naomi. <laughs> wow. Well, that happens a lot, though. You know, that does. Yeah. And, and to be fair, that's hardly the first or last time that ever happened to him, I'd say. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you know, so I, when you're telling somebody somebody nice, but the thing is, but do you know what I will say? brevity is a big thing in this. But, ooh. That's, oh my God, me. Brevity it's, is a big thing. That's brilliant. It is. It. I have no problem with people coming up to me to tell me something nice because nine times out of 10, it is something nice. You know, it's something, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, it, and whether they mean it or not doesn't make any difference. It's just, it, it's usually quite polite and a quick photo. I don't mind that. And I'm very, you know me, you know what I'm like. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a nightmare sometimes going out with me because I'm I'm quite relaxed about yeah, it all. You are quite obliging. But I have to say, there is a time where you need to move away because you're not my new best friend. Totally. <laughs> you, you know, yeah. you know, we can be friendly in that section and I will be friendly uh, until I'm not friendly And then anymore. it's like, yeah, thanks. Enough now, move on. And what I will say is, if Patrick Swayze had been friends with Naomi, he would have heard some of her songs and he probably would have really liked it. He probably would, he probably have, would have done the like. Would lift, have been reciprocal. The lift in the river. Yeah, I know. How could you not love That's Naomi? That's all I'm saying. Um, this has been our bonus episode. Yes, thank it's you so much. It's just a little nugget of extra stuff for you because we love you. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.